Good afternoon. Konnichiwa. Welcome back. My 15 Minutes Podcast. Bobby Kubota, your host from America's Heartland, Scottsdale, Arizona. I am a stand-up comedian, and I'm obviously looking for work, so I'm doing a podcast here that claims to kick the tires of perception, consensus, reality, groupthink, dogma, conspiracy, or anything else that fails to explain itself adequately. Yeah, good luck with that. Well, I'm in a relatively empty studio this morning. Hi, Tony. Hi, Shirley. You're here to back me up. Absolutely, Bob. Are you happy people today? We are happy people today. That's a good day here. I'm glad you are happy. Today, I'd like to do a balance of sports, weather, and politics. How's that sound? Sounds peachy keen. In that order. Lord knows I don't want to spend the entire 15 minutes on just politics. That would be just crazy. So let's say the Cardinals are 3-3. and Doesn't look like there's going to be any rain. And let's get right to the WikiLeaks, shall we? <laughs> ah, that's a good start. Thank you. I got a laugh to start. Thank Tony Visick, my partner, and he supplies me the equipment. And uh, yeah, well, why waste our time? Hey, the well, the Cardinals did win. They won a nice game, and boom, that's great. Who are they playing this Sunday? Is it Seattle? Uh, I believe they're playing at Seattle this week. No, yeah. they're here, but they're playing Play, Seattle. Playing Seattle. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. I didn't say at Seattle. I'm playing Seattle. I yeah. went eh, Seattle. So it, sounded it sounded like, like at. at Seattle. I'm just saying it sounded like at. All right. It doesn't matter, but. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, that's great. Uh, that's uh, you know um, we were three debates down. That's it. That's all we got to go on. Do you Did think that's enough to go on and to, to select a a, a presidential uh, leader? Well, that's uh, not all we have to go on. No, no, no. But I mean, officially, that's what the, the according to the networks, that's all we need. So. Uh, if there was no internet, well, there would be nothing else to go on. So, um, do you think that's uh, that's enough for? The, well, let's put it this way: for the undecided people, for the people who don't pay attention, for the people who only jump into the last second who don't know anything about anything, that's what they're going on. Well, that's uh, theoretically, their, yeah, and they, and they always say it's their responsibility. But prior to the internet, there were other ways to be involved. I, I certainly went to. Um, I remember going to see George McGovern when I was a young guy, seeing him at a rally. Yeah. Uh, reading. Uh, I grew up in St. Louis, reading both newspapers. Uh, at the time, Time and Newsweek were the predominant uh, 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 political social magazines. So there sure, was plenty. I remember that. You you had to work a little harder for the information. I know. But because you had to work harder for the information, maybe it was a little more valuable. And uh, you, you had could, to go to the microfiche. Yeah, I still voted for who I was going to vote for to begin with, mm-hmm. like most people. Mm-hmm. You know, really, it didn't it didn't radically. So things even in this information age, things haven't radically changed. I mean, uh, it hasn't actually changed people's way of thinking. It sort of uh, expounds and expands it, but they still come to the same conclusions, don't you think? Well, we're in the new censorship. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in fact, they just uh, announced, uh, as we, as you can predict, uh, two cyber attacks this morning. This is, what, uh, Friday? Yeah. And, uh, of course, that's what we're supposed to, uh, because we were uh, fear-mongered into believing that we're going to be cyber-attacked. And right on the dot come the cyber attacks. And uh, not major cyber attacks. Spotify went down, Twitter went down, stuff like that. But, again, just enough to make you nervous and to actually give some uh, validity to the fact that we're uh, going to be predictably under cyber attack. Only when we warn you to be afraid of a cyber attack will there be a cyber attack. It'll never come out of the blue. It'll just happen, and, and you'll have heard about it a couple of weeks before. So it's very well-timed, and it's strange how these things don't come out of the blue. They come out when they're announced to come out, and then they come out. You don't think that we're warned about the cyber attack because there's there's rumors and, and possible information that's coming forward that there may be a cyber attack, so they just warn us and that it's gonna—it's like the weather, or like a tornado. It's not like they warn us about a tornado, and all of a sudden, they go, and then it wasn't weird. Right after they warned us about a tornado, one hit, 
What's up with that? Yeah, it, we thought we think there's going to be a tornado next week. Possibly you might want to get ready, and then there's a tornado. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and how did you know it was going to hit right in that trailer park? How did you know it was going to hit right between those two trailers in that trailer park? That was very, very good. Um, let's see. Uh, almost half of all men are trimming or shaving their leg hair. Why do you think that is, Tony? Because um, it's the end times. That's the end times. See, that was yeah. a good answer, and I thought I... I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't trim my... Have you ever trimmed your leg hair? I've never trimmed it, trim, not officially, not with an actual... You ever shaved your legs? Measure. No, I've taken a pair of scissors and cut off a couple of knots and cut off some, uh, you know, strands and things, but I've never actually taken a shaver with uh, one of those, like, uh, with the, who measures the depth, you know, like yeah. a haircut thing. I've never done that, so it was evenly cropped. And what like if you a, swam like every day, different. would you... If I swam every day, yeah. that might be a different story. You, for time, I, you start to swim for time. But I'm not buoyant. Yeah. And I'm not a water guy, so yeah. uh, that's not really an issue, I don't think. If you were talking to a dude and he goes, I said, what'd you do today? He goes, dude, I shaved my legs. What would be your, your primal reaction to that? My primal reaction? Yeah, if you came in here and go, tell him what'd you do this morning, go, shave my legs, Bob. Well, <laughs> I did have a roommate that I was actually, and I wasn't supposed to tell anybody, it wasn't my job to shave his back hair. You so shaved I, his back. I have a, I have experience in that. Uh, his name is uh, his name is Michael Burton, and I've named him because I know no one's going to listen to this anyway, so I can't get in trouble. But his hair, yeah, I mean, this dude is covered. I mean, front like you know, I mean, a hairy dude, but it goes all over the back too. And you know, on the front, you look at him, hey, a hairy chested guy, hair, you know, hair everywhere. Women, women don't find that particularly disgusting. When he turns around, they freak out. So yeah. it became my job. Did to, he pay you for this? No, but uh, he allowed me to live in his apartment, and that free. Was, well, it, it was a reduction in rent. <laughs> <laughs> it was better than it was better than running the whole complex for a free room. So couldn't you take a could you you sold some you know recycled some cans <laughs> exactly it would have worked out the same but you know what i like the guy he was really sweet and uh it just uh, yeah you it, shaved it, another man's yes, back. yes i did i did and i did it many times many times i did it many times because whoever was the roommate with this guy got that job and i yeah, i got pretty good at it that's that's the funny there, thing was there more than one roommate no it was just the two of us at the time so the guy who took your place had it yeah right the next guy and the next guy moved in and became his job and you well. know this to be true uh, it is true. I was I, well. First of all, I know it's true for me. So uh, yeah. and I know that anybody else. And what's true for you? Is well, true comics. For all men. Like, comics always live with comics. Usually, they're roommates. So Michael was a, a comic. Yeah, was a comic, and then another comic moved in. One who moved, moved out, in? Uh, I think it was a Scott Henry, I believe. Scott Henry. Yeah. So now we know that Scott Henry is a man back shaver. Right. Exactly. And we're letting this out to the world. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to tell anybody. We're going to send this to Scott. Uh, Scott still <laughs> tours. He's still out there. Wait, Michael Burton is he in a magician in Vegas? Uh, no, that's Nathan Burton. Nathan Burton? Nathan Burton. That's a different Burton. A lot of Burton. Lance Burton's a magician. Lance Burton. Nathan Burton, the Burton magician. Cummings. Actually, he's a Burton musician. Burton Cummings. He's uh, a the musician. Guess who? A, yeah. Right. These yeah. eyes. Yeah, maybe we'll be there to share the land. Cry every night for you. da 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 It's a good thing we're old. I love being old. It really helps. It really does Considering the alternative. This headline was from what? This October 15th. What are we, the 21st now? Six days ago, Obama cyber saber rattling against Russia possible ploy to boost the Clinton camp. Six days ago, this morning, two little scary cyber attacks, of course, to boost the Clinton camp. Uh, let's see, Janet Jackson's having a baby at the age of fifty. I think that's impressive. That's nasty, Miss Jackson. If you're that's nasty, Miss Jackson. If you're nasty, she's still nasty. That's yeah. great, isn't that great? Nasty. <laughs> Don't mean a thing. That's the joke. That's, that's the, the joke there right there, dude. It's nice yeah. to know that yeah. Janet's still nasty. <laughs> that's it. It's a great joke. Hot and nasty. That All was right. Black Oak, Arkansas. <laughs>
<laughs> so, are you, are you, you going to expound upon the uh, Obama headline, or are we just moving on from there? Uh, well, that's just one of them. I mean, there's there's many. When it comes to the WikiLeaks, there's plenty. Um, this is not the beginning of the great bond market sell-off, the economist says. <laughs> no. Because everybody says it is. Uh, oh, oh, this is my favorite, though, about Julian Assange, the, the WikiLeaks. The WikiLeaks People hero. have a right to know. Wait, right now, there's a rumor that he's dead. Right now, the, yeah. the, there's a rumor that John Kerry went in and had, had his head cut off. They cut off his internet, and it's time to put a stop to this WikiLeaks after they found, after the uh, printing of uh, Hillary's uh, Goldman Sachs speeches. That's when they went in and tried to shut off his internet. So obviously, there was no truth. You're messing with people's money. There's no truth to that, exactly, for her $250,000 uh, speeches for 45 minutes. That's more than that's more than you pay me for my set, for my comedy set. Well, yeah, it depends you on You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 250 grand is more than I get for doing 45 minutes of comedy. You know, you, and, I'm and, just saying, yeah, not, not you, your fault, yeah. but I'm just saying there's a... Uh, I pay you a little less than that. There's an imbalance here in this country is what I'm saying, and that's why this, this government thing has got to be... Correct. Two hundred fifty grand for her speech to a bunch of rich people, and I entertain people for forty-five minutes or more. Now you sometimes know forty-eight or forty-nine minutes. Now that you put it like that, I'm ready to put on his sandals and call for a Bernie recount. Where's the value? Where's the tra- Where's the even value sharing there? That's all I'm saying. I mean, well, you know, I mean, you ever, but you worked hard on the road. You know what it's like to do sure. to good good headline. Well, you know what it's like to be up there for forty-five. I do, and uh, you know it's tough. It's it, it it's uh, people don't respect. Them. I know what it's like to be up there for forty-five minutes of silence. Well, <laughs> and that that. That gets to be even more you know, there, There's a great Babe Ruth quote one time. When Babe Ruth got a, a salary of $52,000, and a reporter said to him, he said, that's more than the President of the United States makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did Babe Ruth say? He goes, well, I had a better year. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's like John Lennon's quote uh, about, uh, what does it mean you, you guys are more popular than Jesus? And, and Lennon said, I never said we were more popular than Jesus. I have just said we sold more records than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Anyway, um, back to Assange. Here's Assange. my favorite. Here's my favorite uh, Assange because he's a, a, a vegan and he's trapped up in the Ecuadorian embassy. Pamela Anderson yes. shows up to give a vegan meal to Julian Assange. Of all the things Julian could get from Pam, right. that was probably low on the list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just go for it. Come on, run your run your, run your, your 30 years of comedy experience on this premise. Hey, Pam, like, like if I was single and I've been stuck in the Ecuadorian embassy talking to other people from Ecuador, yeah. and pretty much it's going to be a limited conversation after all. <laughs> and it's be Pamela Anderson's going to show up. Uh-huh. I put a little pomade in my hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Maybe, right. I'm, maybe I'm hiring you to shave my yeah. back. I don't know. And she says, she goes, I want to give you something. That's right. Well, I'd love to have. That's it. right. It's a vegan meal. So I get what happened. She showed up. Julian said, I can die now. And then John <laughs> Kerry showed up and cut his head off. <laughs> and mercy. Hillary becomes president. Do you see the chain of events? Well, you do you hear what anyway. Madonna said she would do for people? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did hear that. And she says she takes her time. And she swallowed. Well, hey, I didn't want to. She said I that. Hey, I, I just went that far. on the. I didn't see that part of the quote. I only saw the part where I, I, I take my time. So. Madonna said, if you'll vote for Hillary, I will give you a uh, yes, blowjob. Yes, I, I did see that far. I'm good at it. 
I take, I my, take time. my time and I swallow. Well, there, see, yeah. That's going to be a busy woman. <laughs> well, Even if Hillary loses, it's yeah, going to be well, a busy woman. That occurred to me the same thing. Is that uh, It's really nice of you to make that offer, but you're, you're, you now have no time for basically anything else. And your career's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have time to eat one of Pamela Anderson's veg- veggie meals. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> why isn't Madonna going to Julian Assange and taking care of the that's, guy? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's Julian. good. Mm-hmm. See, do you think Julian Assange is dead? Um, I wouldn't. I don't think you could. Pot, you couldn't really know that at this point. Um, you could come out on the balcony. Other than yeah, uh, that would be probably a dangerous move on his part. I mean, if you remember, he's done it. Um, I know he's done it, but so did MLK. Went out on the balcony. I'm, what I'm saying is, uh, these guys. You don't really know because the question you got to ask is why wasn't that done a long time ago before he even became famous? That's the best time to off somebody is before you know who they are. And like uh, Michael Hastings, when they blew up his car. You know, he blew up his Mercedes. It's the same thing. It's like they, nobody knew who he was. He was a very important journalist, but yeah. nobody knew who he was. Yeah. And so that's but now Julian Assange is famous, and uh, all these guys, all of these uh, alt right guys, which th- that's funny in it, in and of itself. But uh, they are uh, they are well known. A lot of them are well known now. They're called out by names by the by the by the you know the candidates and things. So they're very well known. So it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder why why are you giving them the press that you don't want them to need need or are they there to be a psychological operation against uh, against the uh, public, which has also been accused many times of these uh, quote unquote alt right media sources. Why so, do you say what do you say alt right in that way? That's the because that's the term that the left uses. But it was to, to creative. Describe it was creative. Created by Steve Bannon in Breitbart. We are the alt right. Right. Well, he did. We are the alternative right. But he said that's just a sliver of the truth movement. It's just a sliver of it, and that's Breitbart's version of it, which is fine. That's fine. But that does not. This it was around before Breitbart ever showed up. Is the point? It was around before any of these guys showed up, and that's that's the depth and the history of it. So the renaming and all that kind of. That's why I do the air quotes because every time you want to give a new tag and a new name, it's basically a group of people are just looking for forensic truths, and then it becomes politicized and pulled one way. Or the other and then uh, that's how you characterize people and I get that you know but you, you look for things that are common to both sides which are very few because that's not their job is to ever agree and uh, that's why we're confused um, so are you going to the Cardinal game I don't know <laughs> I might it would be a good game the Seahawks are playing a lot better and uh, the Cardinals are playing better as well yeah, and uh, week to week and so, yeah. Palmer's injured again, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think he's injured. I uh, just, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an injury fest out who's there. The, who's the backup? Neil Sedaka? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad blood. Yeah. He's what is the guy's the name? Blood. Who's the backup? Yeah. Neil Stanton? Deke uh, Stanton? Uh, Neil Diamond. Harry Dean Stanton. Harry D. Stanton's backing him up. the backup. It's Neil Sedaka. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, Harry yeah. Dean Stanton's coming. Yeah. Actually, it sounds like a football name, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds like uh, Drew, uh, Drew Stanton is his name. Drew. Uh, used to play for the Detroit Lions. Drew, drafted out of Michigan well, State. Well, then he's got to be good. Drafted out of Michigan State. Well, he, uh, again, it's, you take the Lions uniform off and you put on another form, usually you improve is, is basically <laughs> how that works. The player's good all of a sudden. I mean, the Seahawks have some ex-Lions. Uh, all the good teams. You're from Michigan. Why have the Lions uh, been so bad for so long? Yeah, because they have a uh, – well, it's the same reason the Cardinals were bad for so long. Ownership. Okay. It's a similar ownership. It's a similar type of guy with a similar attitude towards running a business. And uh, it's uh, in For- William Ford's case, it's based on um, him being liked, and it's based on his. Um, he's passed away for a couple of years now, but but uh, for the whole tradition of the Lions and the way he rode the uh, ran the Ford Motor Company. Yeah. There's no. There's not really a dissimilar view on how the Lions. He did are a lot of bad jobs. And, and the, right. But it's not because he was a bad guy. 
He's, he's, no. he, he's just crappy businessman. That, but he has also a sense of loyalty to people that overextends their worth. And uh, that's uh, something that he was accused of uh, many times. He keeps staying loyal to people who are no longer doing the job. That explains my entire business. Well, that's that's, uh, <laughs> but that's not a bad thing. No. So that's, that's you make your choices. You, you're aware if you've made that choice, you're aware of that choice. You go, this is the choice I've made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what else, Bob? Uh, oh, I watched that. Uh, I definitely watched uh, the cl- uh, some of the footage from the uh, Catholic dinner, the, Al the Alfred Catholic, e. Newman, the Alfred Smith. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> the Alfred E. Newman Catholic dinner. Uh, yeah, and again, it, to me, uh, in my opinion, the way I saw it is the way I saw the debates, and uh, whoever your person was was basically came out. Uh, but Trump got booed. Came out the way. Oh, he got booed on certain. No one's things. ever gotten booed at an Al Smith dinner. Not maybe not an Al Smith dinner, but anywhere where there's a bunch of. Uh, uh, me, uh, any media event that's a, a bunch of media, a bunch of uh, uh, DNC operatives, people like that. Any, anything They're bill- we, billionaire Irish e- Catholics. Right. The most conservative group of people in the United States. Yeah. North of the right. Mason-Dixon that's line. sort of what they want you to think, yeah. Um, but you can see that was – but you can see it was – it's already it's already sided. It's already a one. It's not an even fight. It's like going into – it's like uh, one of our young spindly white comics going into the Def Jam room and trying – I mean, it's just it, – you know, it's not their place. That – so that I get. It's like what I said about when Larry Wilmore did the press dinner. He yeah. was he was in the jungle with nothing but people who were against his point of view, and yet he took the slings and he took them out and threw them anyway. If you watch that again, Trump did get laughs though. Got and, some big laughs, right? So the point being that he the the only thing you, you is going to happen is they're going to tear him apart for going overboard on the way he tore her apart, and that's always the argument. That's because not when you do that again, nothing's going to change from this from this event. It, everybody. Is going to remain on the sides that they remained on. Can I put, a, put same in, thing with the debates in, in in terms that you and I'll understand, and maybe some of our listeners. As I watched both of them, okay, they both came out strong, and they, they reminded me of feature acts. Right, went up to their first head, their first headlining spot. You know, so about twenty minutes in, man. No, Trump was like the MC opener. He was the new. He was the newer guy. I expect. You and know, Hillary was like the middle act. I expected Trump at some point to look at everybody and go, "So, uh, where are you from?" <laughs> right, 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 right. What do you do? What do you do? Well, that'd be funny if he turned to Hillary and said, so, so uh, what do you do? Yeah. I think that uh, that would have been funny. Now, that would have been hilarious. So what do you guys uh, want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Uh, and what do you do? Where are you from? What do you do? Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but even Hillary was no better than a feature act. No. I mean, her lines are good, but she has a team of right. And again, this is like Obama's. When Obama does his comedy act, it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. You know, he doesn't run the light either. They he both run over the light. It's perfectly scripted. She reads right off the script, just like she does. She doesn't converse. She, she's, she's a script reader, and we know that. But that's fine, because they all do that to some degree. She copped um, to it, though. Right, she cops to it. That's fine. At the beginning, she Again, I said that's fine. You know, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I don't got a problem. They all do it. When uh-huh. I probably would, too, at that level and under yeah. that kind of pressure. Uh, although, if you look underneath, if you look in between the lines of what they are doing, though, now, what she's doing, more than what she, he's doing, because what he's talking about isn't accepted as mainline news. What she's doing is she's going down a checklist of the pop topics, of everything that's been in a headline. That's a checklist of everything that anybody's ever heard, because it's all headline-type stuff. Yeah. There's no underlying depth to it. There's no re-explanation of anything. She goes right at those basic uh, pop, you know, pull out the head. I'm going to write some jokes tonight, kind of thing, and it hits every little talking point that's been been braced sure. over the few weeks, and that, and then this is my theory. I've had this theory for many, many years, and it's I don't believe it's a theory, but I uh, I think that humor, humor, and 
humor and as powerful and as good as it is for healing and getting messages through and unifying and blah 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 about humor humor can also be an agent for uh, negative results as well because humor can mislead people and i see this in every type sure. of these events every and whether it's a, a right-sided event or left-sided event that's why i don't like when i do comedy and i'm sure you agree with this i don't like an imbalanced room i don't like a room that's one-sided menta- mentally you know what i mean yeah i want a room that's mixed with all of the sensibilities then and only then can you use humor as an agent for good positive social change mm-hmm. if you're using humor just to keep spinning the last out of a one-sided group you're just reinforcing whatever it is they think, you know. Yeah. And that's what I think is bad. There's no, there's no room for thinking, challenging your own thoughts, maybe considering a change in your perspective. It's just reinforcing what they already think. And that's what I believe these dinners do. And when the public watches that, they just uh, oh well that the 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 uh, whatever it is the the email whatever that's just not that important. Look at them laughing. They're obviously, it's not that important. They're laughing at it, and so we should just laugh at it too and then move on. And I think that's where it does a disservice. And I've always thought that because I've seen comics actually say pretty vile things. And if they're with the right crowd, and I'm sure you've seen this, especially if you work in the South or where. I mean, I, I don't even want to vilify the South because this can happen anywhere. Yeah. But, but it happens there a but lot. But if you get a group that's on that one side of an idea and you just go with it and. Sure. And, and, and yeah. You know, put a positive thing on it. Yeah, they all. Yeah, man. You know, and that's like, be, you know what I'm saying. It creates I do. a, a. I used to a have. A, I used to have a bit that uh, was was named Bacon Fat. Bacon I, st- I started out telling people to drink and drive, and then every horrible thing that was counterintuitive, drink and drive and smoke and have sex with strangers and kill people. And I, I, I built it. I was. A t- By the time I got to kill strangers, people. <sighs> and I kind of, I kind of pulled back from the bit a little bit. They're yeah, not getting this. I'm, yeah, they're not getting. Yeah, I would do it in certain cities, and people. Yeah, you know. And I go, okay, this is. A, and I, I kind of, you know. It's a great I, example, though. I, what I'm talking my about. My career never. You know, I, I always made a living, but it was the time that was really crystallized in my mind the power of speech. To do bad, right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, in case you could say, I mean, I'm not that I'm comparing anybody to Hitler, but that's what that was. Sure, it was getting on their good side and then turning around and getting doing bad things. This essentially was the concept of Hitler. The concept of Hitler was they loved him at the beginning. He came from the loving left and the whole thing. That was the trick with Hitler. He was never from the left. Yeah, well, literally, I mean, yeah, he was. I mean, com- compared to what was going on, he was left of what was going on. He was the agent of change. He was going to bring this, and he was going to bring that, and he was going to help these people, and he was going to help those people. And that, that was the rhetoric, which with originally, initially, they loved him. That's why he became so at the beginning, and then as he turned, people woke up and be, saw, saw it, you know, what it really was. Well, he, he came about at a time. Go ahead. But no, I'm just saying that's the danger. That concept is a danger. Is he all. came along at a time when... Um, People were starting to think that systems had failed them, whether they right. had or not. Right. And that uh, uh, the guy who comes along, and I listened to a talk from David Souter mm-hmm. last last night, a former Supreme Court justice. Former and, Supreme Court. Yeah, and talking about one of the dangers. Could we get him back? Yeah, could we get that guy back? He was good. That, That's that, why he's the, gone. A strong man will come along and go, just give me all the levers of power and I will fix them. You know, at the time, the idea of a strong man <coughs> was also pop. You know, they almost wanted to give Roosevelt dictatorial powers. He didn't take them. He kind of held it over going, I'm going to take what you gave me if you keep giving me troubles. But he never took the, He never undid the constitutional process. Even though when he first ran, people like William Randolph Hearst and all those people were going, maybe you should. 
We need a strong man. So that's the danger. The strong man. I remember you guys the doing a bit about strong the strong man. man. I am, call me strong I'm man. Strong. Did you I listen? Thought, call me pre- don't call me president. Don't call me prime minister. Call me strong man. Strong man. <laughs> Did you listen to uh, uh, Melania Trump's um, uh, attempt to um, um, humanize her husband? Uh, no, but I will. I she will as soon as I get in a Wi-Fi signal. She's talking about what he said on bus was just boys talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, is yeah, the, sure. I know. Sometimes he talks like that. Uh, I crush him with my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk like that, Donald. I crush you. His uh, hair turns from orange to Hillary's red. best joke, though. Her best joke yes. was he, he looks at the Statue of Liberty and he sees a four. Yeah. Take away the hat and the tablet, maybe a five. That was yeah. her best joke. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she del- she didn't write that. Although it, it didn't get it didn't get as big a laugh as some of her other jokes. Right, because she didn't she didn't deliver that well. She delivered yeah. it like it was a new joke on open mic. Time. She was right at the tipping point where she should have stopped. No, that was an that's an attitude joke. Yeah. You have to turn. You have to look. You have to. You got to sell that joke with attitude. Yeah. But she didn't. She read it off the paper, so sure. it fell flat. Yeah. But but on paper, great joke, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very good joke. Yes, yeah, see, see, see I'm, that's what I love about comedy. It's, it's it, it crosses all lines. Good comedy to me crosses all lines. I can laugh at anybody if it's a great sure. comedy. You know, Argus Hamilton put up a joke the other day that I absolutely agree with, disagree with politically. Uh, but I wrote him. I go, I totally disagree with this joke, but it's damn funny. Right, 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 right. That's yeah. what comedy's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I uh, knew. Don't you, you think your Trump's problem was that he was putting the punchline in the setup? So he come on, and go. Hillary is so corrupt. It was like, no, the joke has to be with a punchline. Proves her corruption. But I also think he's also he's also trying to keep everything reserved. He's trying not to go. His I think he wants Him? to go. No, but he wants to go. You know, like big and loud and full. But he knows that he can't. He's training himself not to do that. And that's the only thing that's sort of helping him is that people are not accusing him of just going off the rails crazy. So he's he's over controlling himself. I think. But just that's just from from what I see. But that's what I would do too. Because if that's everybody's accusing, because I get accused of that. Hey, you're going off the rails. You go. Oh, oh, sorry, man. Sorry. Good. Yeah. Calm down. Calm down. Yeah, but anyway, what do you think it was like for him? There he is, a kid from Queens, and there he is with a bunch of Manhattan swells. And they're still booing him. Oh, no, I know. I mean, even his own people don't like him. And yeah. It's amazing. But, again, we have the two least likely people, least likable people running. And that's that's what that, that's the part that's insane to me is how, how we can even stand for this at all. Well, who wants that job? Who, well, again, right, exactly. Only a person who is either tied into a lot of uh, bad stuff or somebody who's just crazy. But look what they do to people. Look, Hillary Clinton was listed as one of the most admired women in the world in 2010. And now she's one of the most vilified yeah, people. Yeah, but that's that's, that's what, what she, they're going to do to you. Then she started doing evil things that got as she as she assumed the higher power. That's when it all went away. Mm. But either way, but either way, even when her own network is starting, six out of ten people find you uh, not trustworthy. What do you? She got doesn't to have a network. Them? Well, yes, she does. <laughs> yes, she does. It's right here. New WikiLeaks. Uh, yet more collusion between the New York Times and the Hillary campaign. New York Times journalist helps tee up stories for. Uh, Clinton, which is in the WikiLeaks, they pay these people to tee up the Sean questions. Hannity. Also, she, they're allowed to go in and edit their own quotes, which is unheard of in, in, in the history of journalism. Fox I do have Friends. a journalism degree from the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism and Telecommunication at Arizona State University, which still means you should listen to me anyway. 
Um, yes, we lost our accreditation for a number of years, and Walter was very embarrassed. But Walter yeah. Cronkite would be turning in his grave right now if he saw the journalism that's going on. It's not journalism. Uh, none of none of the, the Huffington Post has uh, lost basically all credibility. Breitbart.com. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, to an extent, yeah, uh, to an extent. But um, at least they do. Sean Hannity. At least they acknowledge stories. No, but Sean Hannity, uh, and I used to dislike him greatly, but the more I want, at least they acknowledge stories. They can put their spin on them. The difference between the, the, the networks that are and the news sources that are working for her or the DNC, they do it by omission. They act like certain topics don't exist. And that's one of that's where Walter Cronkite would really turn it. in his grave. I got to say, I'm watching Sean Hannity last night, and he never mentioned Trump being booed at the... Um, no, they were on the positive, but they were reporting about the event. So they, omission. They were, no, that wasn't omission. That was their interpretation. They were going on about see. how good he did, and they just... Right, that that's, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They will go with their spin. It's not like they're ignoring the story. I mean, the both sides and her people were there and that news coverage is also telling the other story of how well she did and how Trump got booed but that's I understand but you can bring those both out and compare them that's what I'm saying you can't do that if if the subject is never even like they're acting well, like most of the journal they're trying to act like WikiLeaks doesn't exist but they have to sort of admit it but they try to act like and they keep pushing it off the table like that so you can't really compare their investigation with their investigation because there is no investigation here and that's the problem that's where Walter Cronkite would be turning in his grave and that's where but these he, other he's alive guys, isn't he hmm? I don't believe so is he dead did Walter I, Cronkite I finally Walter's die gone, yes. that's the way it is that's the way it was. That's the way it was. That's the way it was. And I am dead. Uh, do we have any time left here, uh, Shirley? Uh, uh, yeah. A couple. All right, so we'll go a couple more here, and then uh, I think we're doing pretty good here. New WikiLeaks emails released as part of John Podesta. Hack reveal yet more collusion between Clinton and the New York Times. Here's the question I wanted, though. I, this is this is this is very fascinating to me, and th- I've realized, and I and I was thinking about this before the article came out. A whole bunch of gar- articles came out, but at this point, uh, more than half of the of American public feel that, that this election is causing people actual emotional stress. It's causing stress in the family. It's causing stress in, in, in social relationships, probably even in marriages and, and things like that. And this is this is the first time I've ever felt this. Uh, even before, I mean, I was. You, you got to understand, like when Bush was president. That was the biggest anti-Bush guy there was. I mean, mm. it, it was just ridiculous to me. That's what made me look further into this kind of stuff and, and, and go, well, how, did, how does this happen? There's no way this could happen. The people couldn't have done this. The people couldn't have come to, to this conclusion. And uh, that's, when you, that's when the first uh, uh, accusations of uh, vote rigging and stuff like that came in, and then the Al Gore and, every, and everything else. And then Greg Palace wrote this big, beautiful book about how elections are stolen. But now... If you bring up the topic, you're a crazy man. I mean, if you bring up the topic that they can possibly do, Barack Obama comes out and says, I've never heard of such a thing. That's impossible. That can't happen in this country. It's like, oh, you know, it's like, really? We have entire treatises uh, written about this, and we have people that were uh, called out, Kathleen Harris in, in Florida and all these people. And never heard of such a thing, huh, Barack Obama? There's no such thing as vote rigging or, or vote tampering or having dead people vote or all kinds of dirty tricks. And you saw the other one, the DNC guy who came out, and uh, they just basically busted him. He just spilled the beans on all of their dirty tactics from, you know, 50 years well, of, of busting people in, giving fake names. Highly cards, edited. All kinds of, high, well, it doesn't matter. By a discredited... Uh, how, um, how was he discredited? Well, it, it, uh, O'Keefe, James O'Keefe, right. who has been sort of a you know an agitator videographer right. for some time. Sure. Uh, so did he edit in the words, or did this guy not say that? Or I can I can move around this whole podcast to make you sound however I want it to make you sound. 
I know that, and I've, I've seen I've seen that done. Yeah. But the, the long stretches of he, he, of, he was uh, behind the the acorn videos, which were which ruined a lot of people's lives. Sure, he, sure. Uh, he actually and was fined a hundred thousand dollars, and it's still just a verbal battle yeah, about what happened. He, he was fined a hundred thousand dollars and almost went to way. prison for what he tried to do with Mary Landrew. Uh, there yeah. was he tried to set up a mm-hmm. uh, a journalist on CNN mm-hmm. some sort of sexual blackmail thing. Right, right, right. This is of a, course they're going to take him down for this. There's no doubt about well, that. They're not going to take him down for this. They're going to take him down for his methods. Or for these things. Yeah, whatever the methods. I get that. So I get they're going to take him. I don't know. He's, like Donna Brazil said, he's a thief. He's a, he, he broke the law. He's a trespasser. Okay, I'll, I'll give you all that. I'll give you all that. But what the stuff that's in these WikiLeaks and in these videos, are they not true is all I, I, I want to know. I don't know. Okay. Is what I'm saying. All right. They may be true. Fair enough. But Fair enough. They may not be true. Yeah. See, I don't care about defending the guy about legal actions and stuff like that. I just want to know the truth. I want to know what they're saying. I want to know because there's so much evidence that, under normal circumstances, most people are deserve their right to privacy, all of that kind of stuff. But when you leave as many dirty trails as these people have left over a long period of time, it's time to start looking. And at this point, I don't mind the fact that he broke the law, got the whatever he did to get the actual admissions of these people. And that's what WikiLeaks is doing, and that's why I don't I don't blame Julian Assange for either. Because the lies have been so many and for so long that we gotta go in and break in and find out what the actual But why truth doesn't is. Julian Assange show us all lies then? Why is he only showing us the supposed lies by the way, I've read I've read a lot of the uh, um, the emails that have been released, uh, primarily from John Podesta. Do you think they're all enough. untrue? Uh, no, I don't think they're all untrue. But I haven't read anything that I go, oh my god, I, because uh, uh, knowing human beings the way I, I know them and you know them, that oftentimes what people are going to say in private conversation is sometimes just letting off steam. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when your parents ask you to come to their house for Thanksgiving. And you're talking to your wife going, I don't want to go out there and listen to my dad's crap. doesn't mean that you don't love your dad. doesn't right. mean that you wouldn't do everything. How is your family? Your How's the stress in your family? Uh, there's no story. I mean, uh, if or no stress at all. There's no there's no stress uh, in our family at all. Shirley and I are both very much on the same page. Sure. And so there's no I st- mean, how about parents, brothers, sisters, Well, my parents cousins. are gone. Okay. okay? Uh, my brother Jerry is a, is a reluctant. Uh, as far as my immediate family, is a reluctant Hillary supporter. Okay. My daughter was m- much more of a Bernie person. Okay. You know, and it is really kind of, she's not apolitical, but she's not overtly political. Right, 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 right. So there's so not, it's, she, they, don't, they don't get as emotionally involved. No, no, and 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 Shirley's her daughters and stuff. We're, we're all we're all pretty much on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know that. Okay. Uh, and that how about it, friends of yours or other people you know? You, you know, mean a lot of comics. You? you know a lot of. <laughs> Well, but I don't have a dog in this yeah, hunt. I do. You know what? I do. There are, and there's there's people who are in my workshop who totally disagree with me. There's people on my Facebook page because I put up a lot of political. I try to put up jokes. All right. right. I, I hope some, they're jokes. Some extended family. Some extended mm. family. Uh, yeah, we have. But um, uh, and that will really disagree with me and really say like horrible stuff. I've never unfriended anyone. They have a right. If I put up the comment mm-hmm. on Facebook, right. I know that if I put up thing, they have a right to comment. So. When it's all over, I look at it like boxing, okay? We're going to get in the ring. We're going to fight. But afterwards, I'm not going to lay a glove on you. You better not lay a glove on me. And I hope you hug we, at the end of the fight. Yeah, we can hug you at hug. the end of the fight. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how I look at it. And I'm old enough now, as you are old enough now, that uh, I, I, was, I, I didn't think Reagan was a good president. Uh-huh. And I thought that George Bush was a bad president, right. uh, the, the last one. But we lived through it. And we get through right. it. Right. And we do fine. Right. Well, that's another one of my points, too, is that uh, we couldn't have had a least experienced, least competent. Actually, the last two presidents, if you look at it, in I terms agree. of experience. So this whole experience argument is out the window. 
It's out the window. And I'm tired of people re- repeating these talking point arguments that really have no validity whatsoever because well, they've already been uh, shown that they, they're irrelevant. And so I don't want to hear it about her experience versus his experience. I don't want to hear that argument. Well, those who uh, abhor Barack Obama would say that his lack of experience led to a failed presidency. Those of a whore aboard uh, George W. Bush would say his lack no. of experience. Well, both of them are similarly unexperienced, and some of the, and you can argue both ways about their 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 tenures sure. in office. And we're still here. Is the point? Well, it, it, for the record, I, I in the California primary two thousand eight, I voted for Hillary because I voted experience because I think experience matters. Right. Okay. Normally it does. Yeah. And normally I would agree with you. And I I think we had a for the most part a happy accident with Barack Obama. So. Um, uh, this time around, we have the chance to pick someone with experience as opposed to someone who does not seem to be fit for the job. It's not inexperienced. Who was, mo- who was more experienced? Was Al Gore more experienced than uh, Bush? Uh, Al Gore was more experienced than Bush. Although I don't know if the vice presidency is necessarily experience. Uh, Bush had been a governor of, uh, of Texas. Okay, he had been a governor. Wasn't he? Was well, then if you're going to go by that, her experience only started in uh, a couple years in New York and then at the State Department. So it's many years of experience. A few. It's not the 30. It's not the 30. That, they, they that doesn't count. No. Her, her first lady time, theoretically, I mean, they'll say, oh, she ran it. She ran the thing for Bill. But at the same time, it doesn't she was, technically she count. Was, she was the United States Senator doesn't for six count. years. Yeah. And she was Secretary of State yes, for approximately six correct. years. That's correct. That's quite a bit of experience. That's 2000. Yeah, right. Well, I'm just. But, We're looking at about 12 years of experience. Yeah. On the national, how come Joe Biden stage? isn't president? Because he didn't. Because he decided not to run. No, 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 no. He's he's ran many times over the past thirty, however many years, uh, mm. and nobody ever gets behind the guy for all his experience. Well, you know, he got shot down in the eighties over a, a, a supposed and very, very, you know, uh, uh, you have to go. It's a big stretch over a plagiarism issue. There was something, something in one of his speeches that had been lifted directly from uh, somebody in British Parliament. And he got nailed for it back when that mattered a little bit more or seemed to matter. And that kind of derailed his presidential But, but nobody that remembers that anymore. It's time for his comeback, right? Nobody wants him to well, be president. Well, he's in his 70s now, he, too. No, he's useless, to, he's useless to the elite. That's yeah, all. You asked me why he's not running. Well, why he's not president? It's because he doesn't run. Well, no, not anymore. But yeah. he's, he's definitely tried. And if people had told if he thought he had a base, he would. But uh, I don't. I don't see that happen. I don't see that happen. I don't see that happening. <sighs> Truth trumps propaganda. Okay, that's it. Oh, this is my favorite quote. This is what I want to share before we go. Sure. Uh, Journalism is printing what someone else does not want printed. Everything else is public relations. George Orwell. Anyway. All right. Should we end on that? Let's end on that. All right, Great man. show, Bob. Let's, Great right, we'll, show. We'll talk after the big decision, shall we? We want to talk or, well, before the next decision or after, just after the big decision? Uh, no, we'll talk before it. Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Uh, we, we'll talk, I think, probably a couple times before that. Okay. So, um, all right. All right. right. You've been listening to uh, Bob Kubota's My, My 15 Minutes. 15 Minutes, baby. On ComedySchoolsRadio.com. Thank you. Arigato. Bye-bye.